verse 11 pay attention and the Lord spake unto Moses saying when thou takest the sum of the children of Israel after their number then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the Lord when thou numberest them that there be no plague among them when thou numberest them this they shall give everyone that passeth among them that are numbered half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary a shekel is twenty geras and half a shekel shall be an offering shall be the offering of the Lord now something is happening here you see part of the challenge that you have in ministry is having the capacity to translate divine ordinances are you getting the point to human ordinances or human practices in such a way that it will still capture the heart of God capture the mind of God and even capture the functions of God follow me so um, this happening here is a representation of something that is heavenly in order of course the proof is by the time we get to the book of Hebrews chapter 9 the scripture was telling us that even the earthly tabernacle talking about the things that Moses built and the instructions that he received on how ministry should be carried on in such a place huh? he said that even that has a semblance of divine ordinances it was there that we begin to understand that the intent of God is that through those actions and activities that is being carried out in the former tabernacle that somehow God will mirror his divine intent he will mirror his divine ordinances he will mirror his divine ministries and function are you getting the point so that even Moses that is standing there to deliver a function is a representative of something that is original something that is reality is captured in heaven and in God are you getting the point so you come and represent somebody like Aaron as the high priest that is a representation of the token of the eternal high priest that is already functioning whose revelation has not yet appeared are you getting the point until the blood has been shed because you will remember that a high priest or a priest cannot come before the altar without having instruments of his office the bible began to tell us both in the book of first peter and in the book of hebrews that a high priest will have the capacity to have gifts to what offer sacrifices to offer many things so the the priest does not come empty-handed follow me now so that means that the one that is to ascend eternally as our high priest his ministry has not yet been revealed i need you to understand that the functions of god is eternal in scope such that even when it is revealed in time it is probable it is obvious actually that that which has been revealed in time has already been functioning in eternity as a matter of fact if it is not yet in the heart of god then there is no possibility of it manifesting. Are you getting the point now? And the heart of God is eternity itself. So every single thing that we now see manifest in time 
is a proof that it has been a reality somewhere else. Are you getting the point? That is the basis of faith. That is why we teach you that nobody can have faith beyond the will of God. Are you getting the point? Because it is the will of God because it has become a reality in His realm. That is why by faith we can fetch it from there. I have taught you the fact that this realm is an executionary realm. It is a victim. This realm is a victim to the superior realm. Meaning, the only reason why it's a victim is because that other realm is the one that captures all reality. Captures all spiritual facts, spiritual things. Are you getting the point? So whatever we see manifest here is as a result of the fact that somehow it is already existing somewhere. Are you getting the point? So it is then that faith has substance because it has received the capacity to see that which is in the mother realm. And as long as that eye of faith can see what is in the mother realm, then the possibility of it coming into this realm is assured. So you now find out that that realm is the realm of reality. That is from where we substantiate our faith. Follow me now. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Are you with me? I'm trying to show you something. The implication of that is that even the high priest, the ordinances, the washing, the bread, the lava, are you getting the point? The throne, the mercy seat, is a representation of something that is eternal. Huh? That is why the Bible now told us in Hebrews chapter 9, he said that those earthly tabernacles eh, and worship and actions, ordinances, is in itself has a, a semblance of divine ordinances, meaning that it did not originate from Moses. Actually, that is what Paul has been trying to teach us in all the ministries of grace. I, I see many people, they downplay the law, the grace, the ordinances and all those things. It's because they, they need new lenses and goggles. Because what Paul was trying to prove fundamentally as the basis of his revelation of salvation by faith is the fact that faith came before the law. Are you getting the point? That what Moses was trying to perform and what Aaron was trying to perform is simply a representation of what is already eternal in God. Huh? And the reason why it was actually rejected is that his execution was, was faulty. That is why the Bible said that the law was disbanded because it lacked the capacity to deliver on the heart of God. Meaning, are you with me? Meaning that these, that for which Moses has been raised, for which Aaron has been raised, for which the altars, eh, the ark and all those physical things has been raised, is something that is already captured in the heart of God. Seeking for expression. Eh? And in the time of Moses, God thought it wise to see if he can deliver on that mandate. But it is not possible. The, 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 the project was flawed. Huh? For many reasons. Part of it, the major reason is because the men that are um, being called up to participate in the righteousness of God have not retained the capacity in their spirit to receive the things that is heavenly and is of God. They operate by the flesh and they want to touch the things of God. And the things of God are of the spirit. Are you getting the point? So it's not possible for you to touch the things of God in the flesh. So even though they were told... Don't sin. Don't kill your neighbor. They still killed. Because it's not possible for the flesh to live up to the standard of God. Are you getting the point now? So the life of God has to come in a different way. 
So the reason why the law was disbanded according to Paul was not because he wasn't holy. And it was not because he wasn't correct. So just because you are now born again and you came under grace, you came through grace and under grace, has not nullified the fact that you should not keep. It so happens, are you with me? That the man that was told, don't collect another man's wife, don't fornicate in the old, lacks the capacity to keep it. Because it was an injunction, a commandment given to the flesh. And the flesh lacks the capacity to live the ways of God. Somehow we have to be ferried to the spirit. Because the one that we want to live up to is standard, is a spirit. Huh? So every oppression that we have the capacity to sustain his ability, we have to be in the spirit. Are you getting the point? So the only way to achieve that is by faith. So faith has to be pioneered by a new man that appeared upon the face of the earth. And the Bible according to the book in the book of Hebrews said that he is the author. And what? Finish of our faith. So he came to author faith. Jesus came to author faith so that men that lived and served God in the flesh will be ferried to the spirit. That is the only way it is possible by faith. Are you getting the point? Meanwhile, meanwhile. Now the point is this that all those services and ministries that was offered by Moses and Aaron many of them listed in the book of Deuteronomy Leviticus and all of them those things are not to be disbanded or rather they should they should be disbanded not necessarily because they are um, wrong practices no, but because it is not the practices itself that captures the heart of God are you, are you with me? There is a mystery, a reality behind every function in the old covenant. That is what I'm trying to say. And the challenge of God in that old covenant and the things that was, you know, these things that Aaron and all those people were doing, is that most times it lacks the capacity to capture the, heart, the intent of God concerning a matter. Are you getting the point? So sometimes what God is interested in is washing your heart from a polluted conscience. Eh? And they will say, come and offer this, come and offer this. You see, you now notice that, that there is a challenge that God may experience in the old covenant. The challenge he experienced beyond the fact that the heart of men are not yet transformed to receive his dealings. Eh? Is that many of the things that is heavenly in scope, heavenly in reality. Find, he finds it hard to find an earthly resemblance, an earthly mirror and early manifestation of the same reality are you getting the point so if god wants to wash your heart there is no way he can do it he will be saying come and bring water and wash their feet wash their hands wash wash them with water before they come and pray that is not the desire of god what he intends to achieve is that the heart of men will be washed and purged from the pollution that is there but he's finding it hard to achieve so what men do if God has blessed you with the spirit of revelation according to the ministry that was first committed to the first apostles that pioneered this move. Paul will appear and say that you might know my understanding in the mystery of Christ. Showing you that this man, his authority in, in God and in the body can be traced to the fact that God has granted him access to bounties of revelation. Now, the question you ask yourself is from whence does he heal the rock of revelation? If you look well, you will find out that it is in these things that is mentioned in the book of Leviticus. Are you getting the point? I want to show you something there. Now, huh? 
The Bible spoke here. Oh, 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 oh. Go to the book of Deuteronomy quickly. The Bible spoke here that the Lord gave Moses an instruction to do something. Are you with me? Now, what I'm trying to show you by this foundation that I've led here is to show you that God is trying to mirror something that is heavenly. Huh? Who is this person? He said, If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes, statutes, which are written in this book of the Lord, and if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. 11. For this commandment which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee. Exodus chapter 30 verse 11 And the Lord spake unto Moses saying When thou takest the sum of the children of Israel after their number Then shall they give every man a, rams a ransom for his soul unto the Lord When thou numberest them that there be no plague among them When thou numberest them These they shall give everyone that passeth among them that are numbered Half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary a shekel is twenty giras and a half a shekel shall be the offering of the Lord. Something is happening here. Did you notice? Every man that appeared huh, have to pay a ransom for his head so that a plague cannot come. You see, people think it's about the plague and about the ransom. No, there is a spiritual mystery that is captured here. Huh? Now, what you will see from here, what is the revelation you are seeing? Because shekels are measured, they are weighed. And those shekels are supposed to represent the men that appear before God. What he's trying to tell you is that even though they said they said when down on breast, wait. You are not with me. When down on breast the people, what do you do? You wait. Huh? We number. But when you come before God, the men number, but God wait. Men, men number their men, but God weighs his men. When there are numbers, what do you do? You wait. So for men, you number, but for God, you what? You wait. So that means that every man that appears, I, I, I don't have time to show you. Maybe we should read it down. You find out for the rich man, your own what you weigh is different from the poor man. Are you getting the point? So now these things now, God is making an attempt. By this physical ordinance to capture a spiritual reality eh? that when we come before God and we, are, we number, it is not in the numbering. As men number, God weighs. So that means that God doesn't count his men, he weighs his men. What is your weight? The day that you appeared before the sanctuary and you are supposed to be weighed. Because the assignment that will be delivered to you will be dependent on the weight that you carry in the spirit. God, God is not just interested in telling you do this, do this. He will have to be sure that your tensile strength has been measured. Eh? Your stability has been measured. Your capacity to withstand adversity has been measured. That is why certain assignments can only be committed to certain people. Because God has weighed them in the spirit. And they have seen the content of their hearts. He knows that if they, if they didn't eat in the night, they will still pray in the morning. But some people can't survive it. God has weighed you. What is your weight? Elga. 
Pray for one minute. Say, Jesus, deliver me, deliver me. Deliver me, deliver me for. Deliver me for from inappropriate measurement. Inconsistent with your view of me. Inconsistent with your expectation of me. Inconsistent with your estimation of me. What scales are you using? Your balances are faulty. <laughs> the balances you are using to measure, they are faulty. They are faulty. They are faulty. Salabahambreta kata. Rombo sakambere. Akobarambata bakapaneata. Jate la pakumbre. Haile moko sasabanahabanta. Breko pataha sasambede. Iamambete kota kabala. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Daniel chapter 5. Verse 23. Let me let me show you. Give me some longer. Let me show you. Do you know that you can be full of activity, full of things? Yet if God measures the impact of what you are doing in the spirit, it is worth nothing. Let me deliver you. This thing now is, is deliverance, Christopher. May you not appear before God and the measure of your ministry is not worth anything before the lands and the territory and the authority kingdom authority that you will bestow upon your life is dependent on your weight in the spirit what price will you pay to behave what price what price when men appear in the spirit they are very heavy circumstances of life will not move them are you getting the point That is the things that we talk about. And the problem with this challenge, the problem with what I'm saying now, huh, is that men are used to measurement after the natural. And God didn't have any option but to allow them to measure with physical things. He said, A man a ransom for his head. A man a ransom for his head. But what they have not realized is that what God is seeking is for what is in the heart. Huh? So for them in those days, as they are dropping their ransom, God is measuring their weight in the spirit. Huh? So when assignments and things are being dedicated to men, they will measure how, how you are heavy in the spirit. See, you can be big in the natural. And you are looking for new clothes to wear, new suit. Huh? When you appear, people will, you, you, they will call you man of God because of this. Leave You can be slim. Because of, because of too much fasting Your neck has lost alignment Your head has become big Because of much fasting Much fasting huh? When men are eating chicken You are saying In your, in your heart or not with your mouth What will this chicken offer To my weight in the spirit Does this chicken add to my weight in the spirit Or does it remove Huh when you appear and you sleep three more hours does it add to your weight in the spirit or does it remove what is your weight what is your weight what is your weight what is your weight what balances are you using to even measure yourself for some people they will give themselves accreditation thinking that they have arrived but as far as God is concerned their training have never started 
Are you getting what I'm saying? There are people that think that they have arrived, but their training have not started. And one of the acts of mercy that God will ever grant you is to begin to give you an accurate picture of yourself. How wretched you are. And if you are wise, your cry will be the cry of Isaiah. Do you know Isaiah? From chapter 1 to chapter 5, he was a major prophet. And he was moving from city to city, telling men, woe unto you. If you don't listen to God, you die. By chapter 6, his eyes was open and he saw God sitting. Sitting. And the holiness of God blazed like the sun in his full strength. And suddenly the things that are hidden was made manifest. Because light is that which makes manifest. And the man began to see the depths of his soul. And he realized that darkness has filled his soul. It will take the hand of God to deliver him from the hold of darkness. Suddenly the utterance in his lips changed. And he said, Oh. Oh. You know, he has been in king's house. And he was a cousin of the king, Uzziah. Huh? So he has been prophesying. Some of you, you have been linked, you have lived with pastors, you have lived around, so you are campus fellowship, you are so they have known you. You you became a pastor by default. Heaven is not aware. Don't worry, you will soon know that heaven is not aware. Because a day will come, you will attempt something that is bigger than you, and then Satan will cripple you in such a way that you cannot even rise again. You will become a shadow of yourself. You will begin to leave the messages you are preaching. You are telling people, don't do this. You will become the house of that kind of thing. You will tell people, don't lie, don't steal money. You are, you are the chief. Do you know why? The days that men were gathering weight, you were found in the woods. You are moving from here to here. Instead of staying in one place and eating. Like Elijah. Like Elijah. Feed me again. Put your hand here. Say, feed me again. Feed, feed me. Feed. It's a prayer. It's just, feed me again. Feed me until I'm heavy. Feed me until I'm heavy. Ah, heavy men. Heavy men, we arise from our midst. A man that is equal to a nation. That is what God is about to do. One man equal to a family. One man equal to a campus. One man equal to a city. One man equal to a town, village. Victor, how are our fathers able to do it? One man. One man. Jesus will appear and tell his disciples be eating. As long as the bridegroom is around, you don't need to do anything. You don't even need to fast for the miraculous. As long as the bridegroom is there. One more minute, pray. Oh, 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 o
Daniel chapter 5. Daniel chapter 5. If it's possible, turn with your own Bible. Especially when your business have moved to territorial places. Huh? Have you prayed for your family before? Huh? That's territorial prayers. I know you don't know. So when we talk about territorial business, we are thinking about only your campus. Anybody that decides to stand for his family, that is a territory. One of the things we notice is that persecutions will come. Satan will afflict. Your response to those things in those times is a proof of your weight in the spirit. For some people, when circumstances come, it drives them away from God. It's a proof that you don't know God yet. You are lightweight. For some people, it comes and it drives them to God. No matter what, what no matter the challenge, that is actually the reason why you now sought God the more. Because things are around you. You sought God the more. I noticed the apostles and Jesus. The more challenges they are facing, the more they are seeking God. The more they are fasting. The more they are praying. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible said that they called them in the book of Acts chapter 4. After all manner of things that, that they did to them. The Bible said they went to their company and began to pray. And they said, oh God. He said that it is not against us that these things we are done. These persecutions is not against us. These things happening is not necessarily about me. It's about your project that is trying to manifest from my life. That is what Satan has peeped and saw. And is trying by any means possible to see if he can quench it. Sometimes addictions and some things, temptations and some things that flood people and all kinds of things. It's not about you are, not, you are missing the point. It's not about you. Huh? It's about the project and the purposes of God that is trying to manifest in your life. Sometimes Satan has seen the, the, way, the way you are praying now. Ah. Now, when you pray, I know we have not been taught well on this matter called prayer. So most times we we make prayer the means to an end. 
Now, prayer is both the means. Priesthood is both the means to an end and also the end in itself. Are you getting the point? Now, let me give you an example. It is a little. Now, remember that Jesus, when he died and he was able to fulfill the claims of divine justice, the Bible said he ascended and sat. Are you getting the point? The question is where Jesus was ascended now. What is his primary ministry? He was, he was, he's an intercessor. He still continued priesthood and prayer. You know, I was teaching you people that priesthood is eternal in scope. Let me say it again. The reason why anything can function through your life, that any function you see through the life of a believer, eh? the reason why it is possible is because that function is already in Christ. Are you getting the point? So if priesthood is possible through you, the fundamental thing you should understand is that priesthood is the possibility of the Christ. That the expression of that priesthood through your life is simply because the Christ is a functional priest. Are you getting the point? Huh? So if it is true that it, the only reason why we can pray here is because there is still the possibility of prayer in heaven. Are you getting the point? Now follow me, follow me. Because it, it is as it, as it is in heaven, so is here. In fact, the way it works, are you with me? The way it works is that in Christ, there is the inclusivity of Christ and the exclusivity of Christ. Maybe one of these days we'll teach it. Let me tell you what it means in simple terms. It means that there are things that is only found in Christ. And there are things that the presence of Christ excludes. Are you getting the point? Those things can never be found in Christ. And there are things that can only be found in Christ. Are you with me? So the things that can only be found in Christ is called the exclusivity. The things that can, can never be found in Christ is the inclusivity. That means you can only be in Christ. If you are outside of Christ, eh, then those things are not your possibilities. Then if you are inside Christ, then you cannot afford to touch those things. For example, sin is already excluded in Christ. Are you getting the point now? Now follow me, follow me. So it means that if priesthood is the sole right, the sole ministry eh, of the eternal priest, eh, the Mekizedek priest, and according to the book of Hebrews, he said forever. Are you with me now? Now, the Christ is the one sitting in that office. Remember, the office of the Christ is an administrative office. Are you getting the point? The scripture said in the book of um, Psalms chapter 110, verse 1. If you can show me quickly before we come back here. Psalms chapter 110, verse 1. He said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at, at my right hand until I make thine enemies. What? So the question here is, what is the right hand? Is the right hand? Are you with me? Kachi? Is the right hand here? The right hand is the office of administration. The right hand is where, literally, is where Joseph sat in Egypt. There is nothing that could happen except by the signet of Moses, except by the signet of Joseph. Are you with me? So it is in that place that administration happens. Huh? 
So when this man, he said, the Lord said to my Lord, and this Lord now is the Father, telling the Son, sit down at my right hand. For the fact that you have fulfilled the claims of divine justice and shed your blood and entered into the heavenly holy of holies and your blood was measured and found worthy to serve for the penalty and remission of the sins of men. Both people that we have seen and the one that we yet seen. Are you getting the point? He said, now, as you have fulfilled all those things and gotten into the position of ascension, what you will do now, you have fulfilled your quota. The remaining one is my own. So what you do for achieving this, sit now in the place of administration. And that place of administration will continue to function until your enemies become what? Your footstool. Are you getting the point? Now, now that means that the agenda of God from eternity into time can only be administered from this office. Huh? And the man sitting there is Jesus the Christ. Are you getting the point? And it is from there only that you can administrate the purposes of God. Even if it is to pray so that the will of God will come to pass upon the face of the earth. The, the energy, the prayer power and wisdom in prayer can only be administrated from this throne. Are you getting the point? In fact, the ministry of priesthood eh, that extended to us was only possible because that office captures the reality of priesthood. So that is the exclusivity. It is not possible for you to function in anything as a believer that Christ doesn't have the possibility in him. So we are priests here because he was priest. Now, that is welcome. Let's welcome our daddy. Amen. You can be seated. You can be seated. So I will escape in the next three minutes. Daniel, God bless you. You did better now. Daniel chapter 5 verse 24. You were able to pick me where I am. Then was the part. Now, if you are there, say amen. Then was the part of the hand sent from him. And this was. And this writing was written. Verse 25. 25, 25. Oh my God. And this is the writing that was written. What? Let's read together. I'm not hearing you. Let's read again. Hmm. 26. Let's read together. Uh-huh. Now, I'm t you know you now know why we started where we started. Somebody is a king and they told him they have measured you and you don't have weight. No, no, no. You are not getting the point. Now, according to men, eh? he is a king. But when he was ferried to heaven and then a different... I don't know the... Uh, see, one of the things you need to pray for in this meeting is that God will show you his, his weighing balance. What's your name? Eh? Sonic? You need God to show you the heavenly way imbalances. So that you will know your actual weight in the spirit. Eh? Because you can appear in the natural according to this man. He was a king and he called him fish. And men, he died. 
everywhere. But when he was measured in heaven, they said, he is what? Mene, mene. Mene, mene. May God deliver us from the measurement of men. And may we realign to the heavenly scales. Eh? May our weight be after the shekels of the sanctuary. So heavy in the spirit that God can use us to buy. Eh? Men spend money. God spends men. How much are you worth in the spirit? Pray for one minute. One minute only. One minute. One minute. One minute. One prayer. Ask God to reveal to me my accurate weight in the spirit. Let me see your skills so that I will be able to realign my sails in this season. So that I will lay hold of matters that matter. So that I will accumulate weight in the spirit. You are not praying. You are not praying. It's a matter of the heart. This prayer now is a heart matter. It's a heart matter. This is the time to leave your neighbor and make it personal. 